Hello, hello, hey, hello, 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 hey, hello, hello. Hi, it's Nick, Nikki, Key, whoever you know me by. I mean, not many people know me by Key. That was like my Tumblr name. But um, whatever, um, I'm coming to you in the spirit of having something on my heart that I want to discuss right now. So welcome to the first episode of selection podcast um this is a well today it's going to be an episode about um the spiritual and physical manifestation of healing and i specifically want to focus on scars because like i was just playing around on my instagram story and i was like You know, scars are something that we talk about, like I have emotional scars or I have like emotional baggage. And then we also talk about like cool scars, like, yeah, I got this scar from when I did this like skateboarding trick. But like, yeah, it's like a badge of honor now. But we don't talk about like scars that took a lot of pain and have no social currency behind them. We don't talk about surgery scars. We don't talk about self-harm scars. We don't talk about scars that we're not proud of. So I just want to, you know, I guess be a little vulnerable and just talk about scars and talk about the part of healing that hurts and the part of healing that is difficult and so if that might trigger you you might want to um just come back for the next episode um i don't foresee myself talking about anything too triggering but if i get into something specifically triggering i will give a warning um but yeah so i'm just gonna be vulnerable real quick and talk about skin picking Um, because as a person with anxiety and depression and someone who has anxiety disorders and other mental health disorders within her family I like I'm kind of predisposed to like hmm like compulsive behaviors so like um yeah I'm I'm predisposed to that kind of behavior so when I say compulsive behavior I just mean like feeling like I need to do something in order to feel relaxed or to feel like something will be okay or to numb myself out or stuff like that so Recently, since I would say, since maybe like Jan, before January, I don't know, sometime in the wintertime, I've just like had problems with my skin that have been more severe than I'm used to. Um, like my eczema was flaring up since 
I came to Agnes and then I was having some other stressors for my skin. And so like my eczema was just giving me problems. And then as it was getting worse, like I would just, when I would get stressed out and like anxious, like I would just start to like, just pick at like my trouble spots. Um, and then it just escalated to like me having scars from where I was picking at my skin. And I got to the point where like I didn't want to be physically close with people because I was like, oh, they're gonna see my scars. They're gonna see a part of me that I feel is like out of control or I feel like is vulnerable. I feel like is a sign that I am feeling depressed or that I need to numb myself or just that I'm not okay at any given moment. Or not like at any given moment, but like I like it's evidence that I wasn't okay at some time. And as a person with a history of just acknowledging that I've been not okay um because I don't want to pathologize mental health issues at all and I think I'm just giving it that term is like when we say mental health issues or mental health problems or mental disorders there's so much there's so many wrong ideas that come into my mind, at least, when I say those things. So I'm just going to say um, having a history of knowing that I was not feeling okay, that I wasn't feeling like myself. Um, so with that being the case, it I'm sensitive to when other people are aware that I don't feel okay. So I just want to, hmm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be quiet for a little bit while I figure out what I want my next point to be. Basically, um, so when we hear people talk about body positivity, Oftentimes, it's when we're talking about plus size people, fat people, people with like, like loose skin and like rolls of fat on their body and just like kind of not being the size or maybe even the color or like, I mean, maybe some people have, not maybe, I mean, some people have freckles, some people have like birthmarks and stuff, but Stuff like birthmarks and, like, things that have, hmm, let me not overlook all of the advances that we've taken in body positivity, but what I'm trying to say is I haven't seen a form of body positivity that is acknowledging that some of the things about our bodies we are insecure about because we've been taught that they're a sign of mental unwellness. And 
that mm, saying it bothers me isn't completely accurate more so it leaves me in a space of blankness because like I have the privilege to write the to basically draw a picture of what I how I want to frame um, this aspect of my body um, these scars on my body um, these behaviors that I do to relax myself and comfort myself um, that I don't always like um, but I mean, I'm still a perfect, perfectly worthy person. Um, so yeah, it just leaves me in a space of, I don't know how to frame it for myself. <laughs> I don't. Um, I know that I want to feel accepted by myself first and foremost and in order for that to happen I need to basically produce a sphere like produce a sphere of vibrations suited for my intentions which I just said I want to feel accepted so basically what I'm trying to produce around myself um and what the spirits around me who are protecting me and guiding me are helping me to form an idea about is that scars don't have to be celebrated in order for them to be a wholesome part of me. They don't have to be recognized by anyone really they really don't um they more so my personal scars i can only speak about mine they beckon me to give myself more attention um and when i say give myself more attention i'm talking about self-care that is not i don't know if purse self-care that does not persecute me um self-care that does not beg me to change before i am ready self-care that nurtures me self-care that puts me on a pedestal uniquely for me and that is not um that is not built on empty affirmations that is built on a that is instead built on an intimate knowledge of what i need and what i love and what's important to me um so what's important to me is that as i heal um as I like work with my anxiety to, um, hmm. as I work with my anxiety 
in order to acknowledge what I'm truly afraid of and um, approach what I feel I am lacking. Um, as I do those things, to not rush the process simply because it's because I feel like it's something I shouldn't have spent so much time on. And by that, by, I feel like, okay, by that last idea that I said, I mean, when you are, okay, I'll speak in first person because I only know my experiences, but as a young adult who has known and been acquainted with the feeling of not being okay, I am also familiar with the very tired, very inauthentic idea that as a young person, you, or as a young, I'm acquainted with the idea that as a young person, I have not experienced enough bad things to feel the pain that I have experienced, which is in no way true. Um, The years of a lifetime do not quantify the amount of struggle that anyone has ever experienced on this earth. Um, Never. Um, Yeah, like, Childhood diseases will tell you that white supremacy and elderly billionaires will tell you that. Um, Capitalism will tell you that. Homelessness will tell you that. Generational trauma will tell you that. Like, all of that stuff will tell you that. It's simply not true. I also think that that idea comes from, or at least for some people, it comes from an idea of our elders having having experienced so such consistent extremes, um, or what we no, they're objectively extremes of um, being met with their mortality every day. Um, that you can kind of rationalize that someone coming up after um, that period of time, which I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about chattel slavery, I'm thinking of Jim Crow, I'm thinking of um, just basically bullshit. I'm thinking of all of those things. And if as a younger person, um, somebody might not have have experienced a, I'll just say a benchmark of something like one particular thing, um, one particular event that was violent or something changing their ideas about the world. However, we all are living on 
like basically our pain tolerance, I'll say that pain in all forms, um, is based off of what we've already experienced. So what my ancestors might have experienced as a moderate pain might be an extreme pain to me. Or what they might have seen as a background pain is now a forefront pain. Um, So if my ancestors had dealt with OCD or depression, that might not have been their primary thing that they were at least aware of at the time, but I'm very aware of what I experienced. So basically, let me get back to the main point. Um, The evidence of the pain that I have experienced this far that is visible in like that is visible on my body that is visible that is audible in the way that I speak that is able to be felt when I um just as I live my life um All of those things, I am now giving up the, I'm giving up um, and surrendering and letting go the fear of healing visibly I'm letting it go because and I think this will be like my conclusion I guess um I think if you're listening to this podcast you at least have some idea that Nikki who I am is a person right now at least or I mean, I'm more than a person, but (laughs) Um, I am someone who takes living independently and deciding what things are for myself and who I am for myself very, very seriously. And I think one of the most important ways that I can honor that calling at my point in at my point in my life is to say that I have scars that are okay first of all number one that I have scars um number two that I am aware that my scars are visible. So that's that's my vulnerability. And number three, I
I am integrating my healing of those scars with my evolving knowledge of myself and appreciation for myself. And I am actively understanding what stories I have been told about scars and pain and healing and um, generational curses, I'm actively, I'm actively looking at how those things have played out in my life for the purpose of treating the parts of myself that have been in the shadows to some much needed attention. Um, so I really didn't, I didn't think through what I wanted to say, but I knew that that was on my spirit and on my heart. And, um, I hope some part of that resonated with you. Um, I don't know when this is going to go out, um, but you should know. That the intro and outro music I produced it myself and um, credit for these um, vibes that I have come to you with today um, come from me, my higher self, my ancestors, my spirit guides, my friends who always have my back and my family who have the greatest intentions for me that they can. And all of the energies that are supporting me right now, I'm very grateful. And I hope that um, whatever was helpful for you in this podcast, that you can take it with you. Um, even if you don't remember, even if you can't summarize in words what you took from this episode, I hope that the value of vulnerability is not lost on you. Um, and I will see you in the next... Well, I won't see you. I will share space with you in the next episode of selection podcast thank you for spending time with me see you next time